Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Hey, it's Nick. Wanted to grab your attention real quick. I have something really cool to share with you. In the meantime, I just wanted to say, sorry for all the noise. I'm walking the streets of Milan, Italy, and it's a gorgeous day outside. So everybody's out and about. And uh, one of the things I know for sure is that I am here in Milan because just a couple of years ago, this was a dream. And at the time, I didn't necessarily see a way to make it happen. What I did know is if I went all in on my business and I made a decision that this was going to happen no matter what, then it would happen. And I had my sight set on the goals and dreams and desires that I want in my life. And this was one of them. And last year, I created a six-figure income in six months. And I want to show you how I did it so that you can do the same. And maybe your dream isn't to come to Milan, Italy. Maybe your dream is to buy a house or fund your kid's college education or buy a new car or who knows? Just have the freedom and flexibility to be able to work from home and do things on your term because you're the boss. And I want to show you exactly how you can create six figures in six months because that's my journey. That's my story. And I'm going to share it with you on October 28th. You're not only going to get 90 minutes with me where I will tell you everything that I did and answer your questions, you're also going to get my six-figure toolkit, which is basically the behind the scenes of everything I was doing during those six months to create what I've created in this business. And that's a big part of the reason why I'm here now in Italy. So ask yourself, what is your dream? What is your desire? And are you really ready to go all in and make it happen? And if you are, go to the show notes, click on the link to sign up for my six months in Six Figures Masterclass, and I will see you on October 28th. Hello, I'm here to share something with you that is a um, kind of a funny story, you know, because I love sales and I love the idea of the art of sales, the psychological understanding of where somebody's brain is when they're making a decision like that. I love all of that. And I got to tell you, and I'm good at sales. (laughs) And as a sales coach, I made a mistake that cost me $1,500. Okay, is $1,500 a lot of money? I don't know. Is it a lot? Is it a little? It's neither one. The bottom line is I made a mistake and I knew better. So I'm going to share that with you today. A mistake that cost me $1,500 and I'm going to share with you all the different sales tips that will help you understand how to not make that same mistake. And let me just share with you, first of all, I'm going to give myself a little bit of credit here and, and be, I guess, a little defensive. I made this mistake, but I kind of actively knew I was making it as I was making it. And I'm going to use time as my excuse. So here's the mistake that I made. I was trying to sell all of my furniture, trying to sell all of my things as I was leaving LA, okay? I'm not exactly sure where my next destination is. I've mentioned uh, Nashville being a place that I wanna spend some time in and see if I actually like it. But I don't know for sure. I'm just gonna enjoy the adventure, enjoy being nomadic. That's the only answer I have. What I did know for sure is I didn't want to be dragging my furniture all around the country. I didn't want to be taking all my stuff everywhere I go, and I didn't want to pay to store it. So I realized last month when I decided I was going to leave LA, I had a bunch of stuff I had to sell. 
So I started listing things online and then I decided to have a couple of garage sales. So the mistake I made is I have this chair. It's called My Soul Seat. That's the name of the company that made this chair for me. It's a custom design chair. It is extremely comfortable as an office chair because it allows you to sit cross-legged. It's also got an adjustable height. The seat itself has an adjustable height and so does the platform where you cross your legs. All in all, it's an amazing chair. I ordered it last year because I'm a cross-leg sitter. I knew that there was an extreme amount of comfort available to me by getting this office chair. I also knew that there were some upgrades to it that I wanted. For example, vegan leather. It's completely covered in this really gorgeous ivory-colored vegan leather. I, I paid extra for that. I got, I got the upgrades that I really wanted. All in all, this chair was probably about $1,500. Now you know where the $1,500 came from in the mistake that I made. So the chair itself, I paid $1,500 probably plus, plus shipping, okay? And it was about a year ago that I, that I ordered and bought this chair. It was one of those things where I promised myself if I got a certain number of clients, this was like my reward, right? Because celebration is so important to what we're doing as business owners. You always want to have a way to celebrate. It does not mean that you need to spend money. Celebration does not equate with spending money, but it's okay if your celebration is spending money. So I decided I want this really cool office chair. So once I get these next five clients, that's going to be my gift. So I bought it. And then... Last month I decided to leave LA and I was like, I've got to sell everything. There were certain things that I was very attached to, but I've also sold things many times in my life where I've purged everything and sold everything I own. So I knew that there was an opportunity to become unattached to my things. This chair just happened to be the most difficult one for me <laughs> because I loved it and I ordered it specifically because I needed it. Now here's the thing, that chair is not for everybody. So that $1,500 that I paid for it, that was a chair that was valuable to me but just because I paid $1,500 doesn't mean that it's gonna be worth $1,500 to somebody else. Doesn't mean the value is there to somebody else. So the mistake that I made is I had a couple garage sales. I was trying to sell my stuff online. I also, again, needed to move this stuff pretty quickly. So I wasn't putting a lot of time and effort into selling each individual piece, but this chair just kept like driving me nuts because I'm like, somebody's gonna get a really, like, really great deal. I was selling this chair. I initially listed it for $800. No bites, no bites, no bites, no bites. Then I listed it for $600. No bites, no bites, no bites. And I'm like, dang. But you know what I kept saying? Here's the mistake I was making. Anytime I posted it online or anytime somebody came to my garage sale and saw the chair, here's what I had posted on it. This chair was $1,500 brand new. It's a great deal. Never once in that statement, in that post-it note that was on the chair, did I talk at all about the value that that chair might have to somebody? Now, there's a lot of sales lessons in this story that I'm telling you because number one, I was actually trying to sell it based on price, not on the value, not on the benefits that that chair would have for somebody. Another mistake, many of you've heard me say this, go where you're wanted, not where you're needed. A garage sale is not the right place to sell that chair. That's that, 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 the people that are coming to my garage, what do people come to garage sales for? They want a deal. They want a good deal. They know that people at a garage sale are selling stuff way undervalued because they just need to get rid of it. I mean, that's my take on a garage sale and that's typically the clientele that I always find. And I've been at my fair share of garage sales looking for deals. So I also was very clear that me selling the chair at the garage sale was not exactly the best place, the best um, area for people to be gathered that would be interested in that chair. So again, I've mentioned two mistakes. I'm trying to sell on price, not on value. And I wasn't putting it in front of an audience that could actually benefit from that chair. 
Most of the people, to be honest with you, that came to my garage sale don't even have an office. So they don't need an office chair, right? So we've got to be mindful. What are you selling your services based on? And are you putting them in a place where your people are gathered? What I mean by that is, who is your ideal client? Where does she go? What does she like? Where does she hang out? What are some areas where she, and I mean she as in all of the she's, all of your ideal clients, where are some areas that they hang out? I would have been much better off, if I had the time, to take my chair somewhere else where a lot of people might be gathered who actively work every single day in an office or at a desk and who maybe have, I mean, I'd probably be better off going to like a chiropractor's office and trying to sell that chair. I'd be better off going to a physical therapist's office and trying to sell that chair, right? I could have been resourceful about it. That's your job as a business owner, by the way. So many people are like, where are my clients? You know her. You know who she is. What does she like to do? Where does she hang out? If you work with moms and you're asking people, where, where do I find clients? Where do the moms that you want to work with hang out? Like know your client, okay? So again, I'm using myself with this chair as an example. I could have gone to a lot more strategic and resourceful places where those people who would need a chair like that would be gathered. So day one, I'm trying to sell it for $800, couldn't sell it, couldn't get any bites. People are literally looking at the post-it note that says this chair was $1,500 new and now it's $800. They're like, and? And? Nobody cared. Nobody was looking for that chair. They were looking for a deal. And I was trying to sell, like, this chair is $1,500. Hey, I'm interrupting you real quick because I know you're enjoying this podcast, and I know you're listening to this podcast because you care about your business. You care about the people you work with, and you want to help people. As a matter of fact, you want to help more people. But I bet you often ask yourself, where am I going to find clients? And I've got your answer. I have a free training video for you. It is called 33 Places to Find Clients, and it comes with a workbook where you can take notes on all the 33 places that I give you. So I want you to get this downloaded. It's free. Get it today because ultimately it's going to help you understand where to go every day to interact with people so that you can start to get more clients and help more people, which is the goal of all of this. So go to healthystepswithnicole.com backslash 33 places, download it, Watch it. I can't wait to hear from you and hear what you think about it because this is going to be a game changer for you to know every day where you need to go and what you need to do to find more people to become your clients. Okay, now back to the show. My mom's here. She'll probably laugh when I tell this story. My mom is one that does that a lot. And and this is where I look. We all do it. Like if my mom had on a new shirt and I said, oh, that shirt's really cute. She would say, and she's laughing right now, I'm sure, because she knows what I'm about to say. She would say, Oh my gosh, thank you. It was originally $58 and then I got it for 50% off because they were running a sale and then they took an extra 40% off of that because I had a coupon and they honored it and then as if that wasn't enough, we realized it was actually on another sale rack as well that said 70%, like whatever. My mom would literally take, like the shirt, the shirt itself looks nice on you. There's the value. But the value was, well, I got it for this and then this and then this and then this. My mom's a storyteller too. And she would always tell me what the value is, but it was never the value of the benefits, the the value of what that thing did for her. It was the value of, I got a great deal, right? People are always looking for great deals and they're so proud of that. Well, here's the thing. There's no deal 
that's good unless you need the thing, right? Like if you don't actually need the thing, see my mom's laughing now. She's like, yep, you're correct. That's, that's Lou's jam. Like she wants to tell you how good of a deal she got on it. And like I said, it's not just Lou, all of us are like this, but we can't get so focused on the price, the money itself, because that's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. That's not why people buy. Because again, here's the thing. If you don't need a new shirt, now this is my dad, this is where my dad comes in, because I started to listen to my mom and I'd be like, oh, if it's a good deal and it's a sale, then I should buy it. Next thing I know, I'm buying stuff that I don't need because it was a good deal. My dad finally said one day, you know, it's not actually a good deal unless you need it, unless you're gonna use it. So we need to understand that the price itself doesn't actually have anything to do with the value. Because here's the thing, my chair that I was trying to sell for $800, somebody could have bought that chair for $800 and made a profit on it. Mm -hmm. That chair was less than a year old. They could have made a profit on it by selling it to somebody who did want it. So you buy that chair from me for $800, you go sell it for $1,200, you've made yourself $400. So the other thing is then I knocked it down to $600, nobody bought. Then I knocked it down to $450, nobody bought it. Then I knocked it down to $300, nobody bought it. Now, at the time though, when it was listed at $800 and then at $600, I had people reaching out online because I had listed, you know, I put it on Facebook Marketplace as well. They were like, oh my God, will you ship this chair to me? There was a woman in Colorado, there was a woman in Florida, there was a woman in Texas. Please ship this chair to me. Oh my God, this is such a great deal. I just didn't have the time or the, the wherewithal to want to go to the UPS store and help them or have them help me ship it. So I said, no, shipping isn't an option because it's a pretty big chair and it's pretty heavy. And the woman in Colorado was like, it's killing me to see what a steal you are selling this chair for. I've wanted one of these chairs for so long. I can't believe that brand new, it costs $1,500 and here you are selling the exact chair that I want for $800. So the people that actually want, do you see where like value and price are irrelevant to each other? If the value is there for someone, like that woman in Colorado, she'd been looking at that chair, she was aware of that chair, she knew what that chair could do for her, she desired that chair for whatever health and wellness, you know, it, it would add into her life, for whatever excitement around her office that it would add into her life. She saw the value in it and she understood what a steal of a deal that price was. But think about how funny that is to think, she saw value in the price being $800, and I easily had six dozen people go through my garage sale and look at that chair, meh. Look at that chair, meh. Look at that chair, meh. It wasn't valuable to them at $800. It wasn't valuable to them at $600. It wasn't valuable to them at $300. So we need to understand that ultimately value to somebody is what's most important. The price doesn't have anything to do with it. And if you wanna keep selling yourself on that idea that your price is the reason that people are or are not buying from you, then you are going to be sorely mistaken and really struggle as a business owner because you're so focused on something that is exactly the opposite. It's not the price that matters. That's not why people will buy or will not buy. I promise you. Think about it like this. You know, If you're a weight loss coach and somebody, let's say your program is $5,000 and it's a four month program and you take them through whatever your method is to help them get on the other side of this with the weight loss. If that person says no, now I'm not that person and I'm not gonna get all nitty gritty inside of their head, but if that person says no, what they're actually saying no to, they're not saying no, I don't wanna lose the weight. 
They're not saying, no, I don't like you. They're saying, no, I don't want to do the work to get these results. Or no, I am not prioritizing myself and my health and wellness enough to make this investment in myself. They're saying no to themselves. They're saying no to the work. Because here's the thing, for that same $5,000, if you said, hey, I've got this magic liquid, and if you drink this, by tomorrow, the weight will have dropped off of you and you will have the exact body that you want. Guaranteed. This liquid is $5,000. That person would beg, borrow, and steal to find that $5,000 to swallow the magic pill, the magic solution. It's not that they don't want the thing. It's not that they don't want their, their results that they're looking for. They're afraid of doing the work. And when they see the value, when you help them see the value these results will bring to them, and you don't focus on the price, when you stay focused in the price conversation, you're making it about price. You're like, well, they said no to me because it, it was too much. Then quit fucking talking about the price. Quit making that the centerpiece of your conversation and start focusing on the value to the person. God, if we were playing a drinking, I don't drink, I'm sober, but if we were playing a drinking game right now for every time I've said the word value, <laughs> we'd all be one one tequila, two tequila, three tequila, floor, floor. Wait, is that how you say it? I don't know, anyways. I'm saying value a lot because that's where I want you to hear the mistake that I made. I was not focusing on the value. Now, again, in my defense, I was focusing on how do I get rid of all this shit <laughs> so that I can get out of here and not have to worry about, you know, where I'm going to put all my stuff. But the value is the most important piece, right? So for example, I wrote a couple things down. The value is not in what someone pays for it. It's what somebody does with it or what they experience um, that they find the value. The value is in who they become from the experience. The value is in all the ways that the product or service makes their life better. Anything that someone wants is because they believe it will. they will feel better when they get it. People buy because they want to get out of pain or into pleasure. So some of the ways I could have sold the value of this chair, if I was really dedicated to selling this chair and getting the money out of it that I had paid for it, how will this chair change the way you do your work? How will this chair change the way you feel when you're in your office? How will this chair change your habits around prioritizing your body and your health? How will this chair save you from going to a bunch of doctor's visits or physical therapy visits because you've sat improperly at your desk all these years? How will this chair actually save you money because you won't be going to doctor's offices, you won't be spending time, time is money, going to all these doctor's visits, co-pays, insurance, everything else that goes into these visits, what can this chair do to be preventative right now? To actually start saving you money right now. And again, my garage sale group is probably not the right group to be selling that value to, but when you understand that the value is really what you're selling, it's a game changer for your conversations. Let me give you another quick example. If you're selling a mattress, you're not selling a mattress. It's not what you're selling. What are you selling? A good night's sleep. You're selling being well rested and having more energy. You're selling better focus because ultimately when somebody has taken care of themselves by getting good sleep and they slept through the night and they're well rested, they are going to feel better, have more energy, enjoy their life more, 
you're not selling a mattress, so quit talking about the coils. Quit talking, well, the mattress was $10,000, but I'm actually giving you a really great deal at $8,800 because we've got this certain promo going on right now, so you can get this mattress for $8,800. Quit talking about the price of the mattress. That's not why the person is or is not going to buy it. They're going to buy it because they believe that their life will be better because they're going to get such good sleep from this mattress. Their back pain is going to go away. They're going to be able to stop seeing the chiropractor twice a week because they're in so much pain because this mattress is going to actually create a different experience for them with their sleep. That's what you are selling. What is it going to do for that person? Where is the value for them? The value is not in saving the $1,200 off of the mattress price. It's just not. Because believe me, when they really see the value in this mattress, they would have paid $10,000 for it. That's what you need to remember. This is not about price. So again, the mistake I made with my chair, I was trying to sell people on the fact that it had a certain price tag or a certain value. Like this used to be $1,500 when I bought it brand new. Now by day three, I'll tell you this. Day one, I just had the post-it note on there that said this chair I bought brand new last year for $1,500. Nobody cared. Day two, I had that same post-it note and then I had another one on there that said, ask me how this chair works and I'll be happy to tell you. Well, they're all looking at the chair like they don't care how it works. They don't, they don't know anything about it. They didn't even know it was a chair. A lot of people were like, what is this thing? Day three, I got the most interest and activity on that chair at the garage sale because I had a post-it note that said, this is a chair for sitting cross-legged. Ask me about how amazing it is, and also I'll show you how you can sit in it. And then people were like, what, it, you can sit in this? Show me how it works. And then I started having a bunch of conversations, and I did have a couple people say, wow, I bet my friend would really like this. I had more interest because I was actually showing them how it could benefit their life, not just showing them, here's what you're going to save. I paid $1,500 for it, and you can save $700 by only paying $800. Like, that's not the value. That's no different than my mom buying a shirt just because it was a deal. If you don't actually need it, it's not a deal. So you need to go where you're wanted, not where you're needed. Your biggest question is, where can I go? Where do my people hang out? Quit asking yourself, where are my clients? I don't have any clients. Where are my clients? I don't have any clients. Where are my clients? I don't have any clients. Ah, it's so obnoxious. You know your clients. You know who your ideal client is. Ask yourself, where is she? Where can I put myself in front of more of her? Let me get resourceful. Again, I just shared with you my example about the chair. Garage sale, not the best audience for that chair. Where could I have gone to be more resourceful? Chiropractor's office, physical therapist's office, maybe a co-working space. I, I mean, if I sat here and listed off a bunch of them, I'm sure I could think of more. That's what you need to be able to do as a business owner, as a salesperson. You're not a coach, you're a salesperson, I hate to tell you. You're a salesperson. You're selling your services. You're selling a better quality of life for people. Do you coach them? Yes, but you are a salesperson if you're a business owner. And the way that you want to become a more resourceful and more um, efficient business owner is to task yourself with this idea that I know who my ideal client is and I know where she hangs out and I'm gonna go get resourceful and put myself in more of those places and start conversations in those places. All right, that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me and it would help others who are considering listening to 
this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, healthystepswithnicole.com. I would love to hear from you and I can't wait.